Welcome back to Small Constellation. This is Peaches Brittany, uh, and this is home of the podcast where we talk about video games sometimes. Uh, we are coming to you live from Jared's basement yet again. What's up? <laughs> um, we're we're gonna do a little little something different today. Um, we're, we're all here. We're gonna we're gonna take turns on Mike, um, and everybody else is gonna heckle in the background. Um, well, that was Tyler. <laughs> or a cow. Or, or a cow. Or, wow, that that is that a fat joke? <laughs> the, wor- the world may never know. Um, what kind of basement do I have? <laughs> we are going to decide here and now which controller is the best controller. So how this is going to work, we're going to play a make it, take it. We've got a bowl of, of various random controllers. We're going to just pull them out. We're going to debate for a little bit. The other three non-contestants will decide who wins. That person stays in the hot seat until someone can decide that uh, their controller is better. So up first, we got Evan and I. Woo! Why don't you... Uh, as host, I will grant you <laughs> first of the bowl. So gracious of you. Yeah, I won't even look. Is that good ASMR for the? Yeah, sure, probably. Get that a little closer to the mic. Oh, yeah. Here, <laughs> for, all, for all our ASMR fans. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of basement was this again? Just pick one, dang it. I'm trying not to look. Read it out. No, oh, it's the gaming glove. <laughs> Oh, I've got steering wheel plus pedals. <laughs> so do I? You want me to? Do I? Do I prove my point um, first? I don't know. Uh, we'll do. Um, let's do some opening statements. Oh, okay. Well, for my, yeah, I think we need a mediator here. <laughs> that can be the the, the, the judges. Time, you're over time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Well, you know, opening statement. My the gaming glove, like. It looks weird, it, it sounds weird, but it's not about functionality here. It's about aesthetics. Because that, 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 like, that's what gaming is. Like, Sure, functionality is great, but what draws you into a game but the look of it? And what looks cooler than strapping on a glove with a keyboard and sensors in your fingers and be like, I'm just going to make him run with my hand motions. So yes, gaming glove, superior controller, sticking with it. Okay. Um... Well, instead of pretending that you're playing Yu-Gi-Oh, um, you could play a racing game the way racing games were designed to play, right? If you've got this steering wheel and you've got pedals and and you're playing a racing game, I mean, what is what are video games but es- escapist um Activities and so, what better way to escape playing a racing game than actually getting in a cockpit of your choosing in the comfiest chair you've got in the best setup with a real steering wheel and real pedals to just tear through the competition? I just put a TV in my car. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to go like escape to the police. For a <laughs> That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Okay, Evan, why is Brandon's controller suck? <laughs> well, for for the sheer fact that it's too realistic, like 
especially, you know, most all of us are of driving age now. So when you sit in front of a, a, a pedal and steering it, it wheel, last week. you're... I turned 18. <laughs> yes. 16. Whatever. In, I don't not know. Not in most countries. <laughs> I don't know the States, law. whatever. That's what we have here. <laughs> but, here we're coming to you live from the planet Mars. <laughs> so, but, okay, back to, back to my point. So... You sit down in front of a, a, a steering wheel and a set of pedals to play like Grand Theft Auto. Like how is how is that fun? It's 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 too it's too lifelike. Because then when you next time you sit in front of your actual car, you're like, oh, well, I guess I can just you know, pedal to the metal and run over these pedestrians and just take the, their money that's going to pop out of them when they die. That's not how real life works. Um, and also, it's kind of it's it's really clunky and it's really hard to repurpose for another game. You're you're just buying this big bulky setup for racing games and unless you're like a Gran Turismo fan what are or you going to do with that Elden Ring <laughs> but, apparently and if you do repurpose it it takes a lot of time and effort to redo those buttons and recalibrate everything so nah whereas the gaming glove multi-purpose you can race you can do RPGs you can do solitaire on it without having to reprogram anything Jared is intently staring at me. Uh, we're gonna go have a moment. Um, no, okay. So, 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 what I say is, you're gonna take him on a nice date with your car. <laughs> with, yeah, with my with my car. You can be in the back. We can be in the back seat. No, I mean, I'm thinking of of you know steering wheels and pedals were sort of the first version that we ever received of the haptic feedback that we get on the on the PS5 controller, right? When the steering wheel vibrates, when the pedals pulse, you can feel the, the motion of the car. Like, you can literally just, you know, it, it gives you better, um, you know, handling, and, you know, you know better how to drive, and it, it, it enhances the experience. <clears throat> you can't play... A looter, looter shooter with a gaming glove? That doesn't make any sense. You know, you don't feel like you're in control of anything. You're just playing with a, a silly plastic glove. Like, I don't know. We're not, this isn't, you know, Avengers. We don't have a, a the Infinity Gauntlet here. <laughs> But it you want to you want to feel you want to feel in control. You want to feel like you. I mean, you'll feel the road. And what better way? What better way of playing a game that was designed to have steering wheel and pedals than with a steering wheel and pedals? But what if I'm trying to play the catch with my dad simulator? <laughs> Even though most cars now are designed to not feel the road, it's just a smooth ride. You still feel the friction and the control. True. You feel the bumps. You feel the 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 turns. Especially if you're in certain cities that don't take care of their roads. <laughs> <laughs> so should we vote? <laughs> yeah, I think I've got a verdict. Um, okay, so do your so for you guys. Do your right hand if you're voting for Evan. Left hand if you're voting for me. Um, three, two, one. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately for Evan, the only thing that his controller had going for him is. Been in two movies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Discard pile. Goodbye, Evan. We barely knew you. You have been eliminated. <laughs> I'll be back. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. Are we rotating? Yeah, I guess so. Everybody just <laughs> swap a seat. Literally go around. <laughs> Take the walk of shame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs>
bring it around town. Okay, Tyler, draw. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Alrighty. Ooh, Wii Remote plus accessories. We've already heard my opening statement, so go ahead. Um, well, everyone knows more is better, and what has more than uh, the Wiimote plus uh, half a dozen plastic accessories? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's all about volume, and that's what the Wiimote plus accessories brings to the table. Counterpoint? I mean, I, this is going to be kind of interesting because I think we should just listen to Tyler for a little bit, and because we've already heard heard about me. So, so make the make the yeah, full yeah. argument. Make the, for the, go ahead okay. and make the full argument now. Um, what some accessories are we talking about here? So I mean, that's the thing. Like variety is the name of the game when it comes to the Wiimote. Um, it really is the only controller that I can think of that had purpose built accessories for a wide variety of different software. So it's like you know you've got You've got b balance boards that connect to the Wiimote. You've got steering wheels. You've got the nunchuck. Um, basically, you can you just have a variety of configurations, which means if you're looking for something that's a little bit different, if you're looking to try and get some exercise, if you're looking to capture a particular type of control or movement that you can't get with any other type of controller, that's where the Wiimote really excels. Like It doesn't do everything perfectly, but... Again, it's it's variety. It's great for party games, mini games, um, and an early early foray into the realm of motion controlling. And whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, I'll leave that to our judges to decide. So I was going to talk about the the idea of the motion control, and this is kind of one of the first consoles that came out with that motion control stuff. And I remember. I, it's so hard to, I mean, in certain situations, you have to make sure the room is just set up perfect and that you're not blocking your, 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 um, that bar or whatever. Cause when you're pointing it at that screen and you got to make it hit that little a, I can't, can't tell you how many times it went back and forth really fast like that. And, and it was really hard to push the button sometimes. Right. Well, you talked about a steering wheel. Mine's a steering wheel and pedals. So see, here's the thing is my steering wheel is going to be better. Your steering wheel is is plastic and fake and you can you can move it all over the place my mine is fixed and you know exactly when you turn it's going to turn and it has the motion controls it has the the it has the the haptic feedback we were talking about and those the 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 wee ones don't didn't have the vibrate now I remember hating, and everybody hates that nunchuck, you know, uh, attachment. It's so dumb, and it was just—it just felt really clunky and weird. And you don't know what to do with your hands, and you're just like, you know, flailing all over the place. And and you know, with the steering wheel, you could get, you know, you could put your, you could you could accessorize it how you want to. You could get your own little steering wheel cover if you want. You can get some steering wheel, like some some driving gloves. You could get all these other accessories if you want to really master your driving experience. The Wiimote, you have to put the, the little thing around your wrist, and if you don't, a lot of people end up throwing their controllers through their, through their TVs. <laughs> we maybe not necessarily had to worry about that, but that is a real issue with these controllers because they fly around a lot. Well, if you want better feedback, let's get a condom for them and just put a big rubber on them. <laughs> that, and that's nice and squishy. Okay, okay. So I'll admit you make some good points. Uh, but counterpoint, and the most important thing, 
is with the Wiimote, it's much easier to strangle somebody with the cord that connects between the two of them. <laughs> uh, but no, in, in all seriousness, like you do, you do raise a good point. Like with the dedicated steering wheel and pedals, sure, you're gonna, it's going to be a more immersive experience. It's going to be a higher-end experience. But this brings up my counterpoint, which is where I think the Wiimote shines, and that is that no matter how much money you drop on a quality steering wheel and pedals, there's still that gap between the controller that you're using and the real thing, the real experience. Yeah, you can get really close, but you're going to be paying a premium for that. Like, it's expensive. I have a steering wheel and pedal set up, and honestly, I kind of regret it in a way because it was super expensive, and it's okay. You know, it, it's it's good, but it was way more expensive than a Wiimote and a few accessories that kind of mimics the same experience. So Wiimote going to be way easier on the wallet, good to bust out at a few parties, and you don't have to spend hours setting it up and lugging it around when you move and <laughs> softer on your wallet. So that's my final argument for the Wiimote and accessories. Judges? Okay. Oh, <laughs> an upset. I mean, I mean, when I have a steering wheel and he has a steering wheel plus accessories, like you were too I, specialized. I have yeah. the grill, but he's got the propane and the accessories. <laughs> Variety is the spice of life, friend. <laughs> All right. So I got the Switch Joy Cons versus the Wii and all of its accessories. Oh, that's right. Oh, we do. Yeah, that's right. We are keeping the. Uh, mm -hmm. It's a okay. Parent versus a child situation. <laughs> hmm. And in this case, the children have far outshined the parents. <laughs> I believe or, it would be outshone. And it would be <laughs> grandparents. I think. Shined it. Shined it. Shined And the it, shining. Wait, what? We're in a Stephen. <laughs> and really, at this point, the we is the grandparents of the Switch. We don't talk about the Wii U. <laughs> we don't talk about Wii U. And, 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 well, until we do talk about the Wii U, potentially, <laughs> at some point. So we might talk about the Wii U. So I guess really my main argument for this is where the Wii was a fun experiment in motion controls, the Switch still does all of that, and no one uses it. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I, I don't want to cut you off. You finish, finish with your opening arguments? Yeah, I think that's a pretty, pretty solid argument. All right. So I'm going to take a slightly different approach with this. And you may be correct, you know, in terms of which is newer and the fact that nobody uses it. You're still absolutely correct about that. But I'm going to take a different approach here and go with ergonomics. And that's where I cannot stand the Switch Joy-Cons for one simple reason, and that's they are super tiny and super uncomfortable. Like, functionally, they're not that much different than the Wii Remote and all of its assorted accessories. But one thing is for sure, like, honestly, especially with, like, the padded attachments and things, the Wii Remotes were honestly pretty comfortable. Like, and yeah, the nunchuck cord, like I said, annoying unless you're trying to choke someone. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they're comfortable, like... You know, you can flail around, you can hold them, and button access is really pretty similar to more traditional controllers, despite everything being split up. But that's, for me, that's what sells it. Like, I would rather use the Wiimote and accessories almost any day of the week, except for the fact that, admittedly, yeah, they're motion tracking. That needed an update. All right, but, so as a yeah. counterpoint to that, 
-hmm. If I really need to and I need a distraction, I can throw on my Joy-Cons and I still have a controller. I, all I need is a turn it sideways and it's still good to go. It's very versatile. It's true. So, judges, what do we think? Based on Tyler's argument, <laughs> I was going to go there, but I was waiting for the versatile argument, so I will go with the Switch. Mm. I mean, Tyler swayed me with comfort, because every time I pick up mm -hmm. a Joy-Con, I feel like I'm going to snap. Exactly. It. It's, oh, it's so uncomfortable. Two to one. Nice. Wiimote is still Wiimote in. is still in this. <laughs> Why am I taking the walk <laughs> I feel like I should be defending what is a terrible controller. You can't say that now. I mean, uh, I, I'm being, uh, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not being paid by the Wiimote Foundation for a better controller. Find orphaned Wiimotes their homes. Okay, I have the um, DS. Ooh. Great, this is something that I've uh, never played. <laughs> you can say that. You're being paid by the, <laughs> the department. <laughs> Check already cash. Okay, so I will say this. The, the reason the DS is so superior, you have a Wiimote, and you are playing at home your favorite Wii Sports, and then you have to go on the road, and you're like... I wish I could play my games with me on the road. And with the DS, you can. You can play it wherever you are and have battery life. And it's got two <laughs> screens. The screen comes with you. You can use a little stylus. It's just the controller has the game in the hands for you. Okay. Portability. That's my Portability. Argument. Portability. All right, well, so the only real counterpoint that I think I can make at, at this junction is that, so with the Wiimote and accessories, um, you know, you could also mimic many of the functions of the stylus that's available on the DS. You know, you can have a touch-based keyboard that, I mean, not touch-based, but you can have a keyboard that pops up. Uh, and you can input things there. So you still have quite a bit of that versatility. If you can aim it right. I'll have you know I have perfect aim with my Wiimote and accessories. Um, <laughs> that's what he said? Yeah, that's what your mom told me last night. Uh, okay. Um, and, and I mean, as far as portability goes... No one's stopping you from walking down the street with your nunchuck and Wiimote. I mean, what if your neighbor needs strangling with the Wiimote and nunchuck? It's like, what else am I going to do? What if their TV needs to have a damage? Yeah. And I mean, wait, wait, wait. Talk about portability. I mean, have you seen how fast those Wiimotes go flying at the screen? I mean, what's the velocity of the average DS reaching? <laughs> Depends on how fast you can throw it. Uh, and I'll say my other point is you're not limited to motion-based games. So you have a wide variety of the Nintendo catalog that you can play at your fingertips. I'm done. <laughs> that is all. What is your verdict, judges? Intense deliberations. I mean, good points were made by all. You know, I, I, I had to take a step back here because um, I kept thinking about the quality of games, the type of games, 
the you know and that stuff i'm like we're not talking about the games and the experience of the game we're talking about the controller and what that controller brought to the universe and because of the controller i liked the ds better i still have to go with the wii it is the ds only really had the stylus as its addition good point I, having limited experience with both, I will also have to go with the Wii mode. Thank God, I don't want to argue this <laughs> way anymore. <laughs> I want my candidate to lose. <laughs> Dear God, someone please save me from this abomination. <laughs> oh, but I, th- I think really what the problem is, the Wii is fundamentally a very trailblazing yeah roller. i mean it was very unique for sure stop helping him i know doing my job for me <laughs> the argument's already been made so yeah <laughs> i found my joke one that i threw in animorphs yurks oh, oh okay i, I, I wouldn't have i wouldn't animorphs. have gotten that without some outfits yeah. oh yeah uh, whoosh I, I we all got whooshed i forgot that was the spelling <laughs> Yep. <laughs> I'm really glad you drew that one and not me because I'd be like <laughs> I'm having a stroke do you play games with burnt toast <laughs> wow wow alright so <laughs> I got this the Tony Hawk skateboard for that one oh, video nice. game nice. that they used it for yeah, I, I think it was just, it was just called right, Tony Hawk's <laughs> Let's hear this argument. I've got, I've got the perfect counterpoint. <laughs> Whatever you say, I've got it. Got my argument lined up. So, sure, it was only designed for one game, but it was for a beloved franchise that had pretty much given you everything except for an immersive experience. And how could they do that? By giving you an actual skateboard to balance on and try to try to nail that ollie, try to nail that grind. And even though it's a video game, I feel like it gives oh, you a deeper appreciation of you know what they go what 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 people like Tony Hawk go through at the X Games. Like they're trying to get that difficult trick and sure you could just mash a couple buttons, but now you have to, you know, balance on just the right part of the skateboard or uh, you know, jump on and jump off at the right time. So while the experience might be, you know, one time, the the knowledge and the appreciation that you come out of it with will stick with you for the rest of your life. I took mine in a giant half pipe. <laughs> <laughs> in real life, I felt just like Tony Hawk. Now My you question. know exactly what he's gone through. <laughs> how many people have broken their necks? On on this on on trying to jump on and jump off of a controller. Well, that's less than that's their fault for not well, drinking their milk. It, and see here here Brandon's coming in and he's making my counterpoint for me. Like oh, I'm not making a counterpoint. That was a question. How many? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, okay. But but here's you don't the have th- that data available. We, we don't track those stats here. But but here's the thing. You're overlooking one key factor of the Wii mode and accessories. The Wii mode. It's a rectangle. You can stand on it. <laughs> Boom! A skateboard. <laughs> My hands raised for the Wii. I mean, just to counter that point, I'm pretty sure if you stand on your Wii you will break it. 
Well, and now you know what Tony Hawk's been through. <laughs> he breaks things all the time. Just standing on random objects. <laughs> Can I ride this? Oh, I broke it again. And if you angle it just right, you might actually hit the trigger on the underside of the Wiimote and do a real trick. So I think the winner is clear. 300 points, broken ankle. No. Okay. I can't. Well, just to counter that point, oh. I'm just, I'm just going to say what you learn on this skateboard, you might be able to actually transfer to real life. With a Wii, you're just swinging stuff in the air. You know, there's no feedback. It's really lightweight. So that skill might not translate to real life. Just I saying. mean, sure, unless you're trying to become an assassin. But, you know, I mean. <laughs> is this best controller or best murder weapon? <laughs> I mean, the Wii mode is both, baby. <laughs> it's just a matter of how motivated you are. Okay, judges. Wii mode. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, you're stuck. Hello, Tyler. Hello. Again, sir. We've come first floor. Flow, 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 flow. We've come flow circle. Steering wheel pedals. Water, the next generation of controllers. The flow circle. Okay. So, we've already established that the Wii modes and the Wii in general was sort of a you know, classification all of its own, right? We've already discussed that, you know, the motion controls and these sorts of things was was new. And it kind of changed video gaming, the industry, and all this kind of thing. Well, what was before the Wii and the Wiimotes that tried to do just that? To give you a different gaming experience with different buttons, different layout, and it's not been tried since you know since there have been some things that have kind of come back, but not really. And so I will give you this option to choose the probably most unique, one of the most unique gaming controllers in our bowl, but that is a GameCube controller. Hmm. It had so many buttons that you could really just enjoy learning how to use this controller. And its design was very, very unique. And, you know, as a gamer, that's, you know, it was just very new, very different. And being able to immerse yourself in that experience of learning something new while also still having, you know, a lot of really fun games to learn it with made, makes this controller the best controller. All right, all right. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, with my counterpoint to this one, I think you know at, at at this point, you know, we've reached the point in the political ads where I feel like you know the general populace knows my candidate pretty well uh, by this point. So, really, uh, my only tactic from here forward is just to start slinging mud like there's no tomorrow. So, I've got to attack. I've got to attack your controller and the points <laughs> that I've been made. How um, how is your controller better than my controller? <clears throat> well. Uh, let me start with why your controller uh, is not as good as my controller. We'll we'll start uh, with that that direction. But okay, so the GameCube controller. So the point that you made was that the GameCube controller was revolutionary. I would argue the exact opposite. That the GameCube controller was a refinement. Yes, and it did add some you know some new functionality. Yes. I think f 14 buttons, maybe, unless I don't know how the D-pad factors in there. But anyway, yeah, for the time, a lot. But 
if we're talking button counts, I mean, let's think about all of the different possible configurations of, you know, the, the limitless possibility of motion inputs combined with additional inputs on some of the accessories. Um, granted, for the most part, it was using buttons on the actual Wiimote and the nunchucks. But that aside, you know, if you're still talking the sheer number of possibilities in controller utilization, the Wiimote, I think, tops the GameCube. So it still is the more revolutionary controller, despite the fact that, yes, the GameCube controller was, you know, for its time, it added some some new variation. So, fair um, point. To my, my counterpoint, then, would be that the if you know if 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 exactly 14 buttons is 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 the correct number we'll just pretend that it is that gives games a lot of different options to you know make their game unique and make their you know the experiences for every game that you have is can be very different and you don't have to worry about memorizing a bunch of different button combos you you know there there are buttons for everything and the Wiimote was all about, I mean, really, all you did was pretty much push, you had two buttons on your left hand and, like, two or three buttons on your, two buttons on your right hand if you had the, the, the whatchamacallit, the, the nunchuck and then a, 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 um, what do you call that, the, the, the joystick? joystick, thank you. I thought that was the joystick. <laughs> <laughs> And your owners clearly the uh, my opponent does not you know, understand the basics. And so, so the difference here between our controllers are you have a lot of different button inputs that you can you can do a lot of things with, and you know you can you know they brought some of the best things from the, the Nintendo sixty four controller, and we still use some of the the you know we're still using some of the game design or some of the designed um, you know. They, they they brought in the best from the previous and the and they they kept the best for you know for continued when you go to the you know the switch and that kind of stuff there are still button combos or you know there's still layouts that are similar to that that gamecube controller and the the Wii mote is all about motion control and I'm gonna say that the motion control is just kind of iffy that you know it, it wasn't perfect wasn't great um but, you know, it, it, it's a preference here between an actual controller or a motion controller. And that's, that's the big difference. But in terms of, you know, button mashing, what better than having 14 buttons to mash? All right. You've heard our arguments. Judges, what's the verdict? I gotta go with the GameCube. <laughs> I, I think I will have to go with the GameCube as well. My vote doesn't matter. Um, I hate the layout of the GameCube, but it came in purple, so GameCube. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God. Uh, just for the record, I have to go on the record as stating the GameCube controllers is one of the best controllers ever made. It's amazing. And uh, we didn't even get into the fact that it was one of the first controllers, I believe, to have multi-level depression of the shoulder buttons. Like, do mm. you guys remember how you could you could he push it in? He to argue. Don't give him arguments. I, I, I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so. That's true. true. Good point. I'll get out of here. It's a great controller. I'm sorry. I don't believe oh, in the no. remote accessories. Bye. Not Nick. I lose. <laughs> I could be arguing that a million dollars is better than a dollar and he'd still win. <laughs> but you could turn one dollar into a million dollars. Oh, okay. With that this makes one sense. simple trick that investment bankers hate. <laughs> <laughs> investment bankers hate him.
Uh, I need to find a specific one for this, probably. What? No, <laughs> that's not allowed. That's not how it works. Immediate disqualification. <laughs> I win. I move to strike. More because it's one that no. only I would know. No, that's not how this works. Is it uh, like years? <laughs> Atari controller. Mm. All right, give me a second to think about the approach on this one. Well, then I'm yeah. Then I'm gonna start and start slamming. What? You've got one, what two buttons and a joystick. I've got fourteen buttons and what two joysticks? I mean, in terms of versatility. I can't wait to get fact checked hard. (laughs) (laughs) That was like a random pull. I thought I remember. I'm probably wrong on that. Just disclaimer. I mean, you've got at least the the four for the D-pad, and depending on whether or not you can do diagonals with those, and then you've got at least four for the the C the C, and then you've got it was a C stick and not the C buttons, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's that's another four, and then you've got the middle joystick. And, and then like an A and a B. Yeah, A, B, start, select, X, Y, Z, L, and then the two triggers. So my argument, if you are done, Brandon, <laughs> is uh, you don't have a GameCube without the Atari controller. You don't have a GameCube without the success that Atari brought to this new found hobby. There is just, you have to really pay respects to the beginnings. We'd have found another way. (laughs) If it didn't start that way, it would have started some other way. I'm Very trying to argue. <laughs> well, we're trying to argue like 30 years of difference here. <laughs> Just let me beat Nick for once. Age before beauty. <laughs> that's that's really the only argument I would have over the GameCube for a system that would have had eight kilobytes of memory. Judges. Three, two, one. I'm I'm torn, but I think I'm leaning more than GameCube. Okay, GameCube we wins. We wouldn't have modern plumbing without an outhouse, but this we don't want to go back to it. Eight fifty one p.m. April two, twenty twenty two. Brandon beats Nick in an argument. Nice. <laughs> yes, it was skewed, but still. <laughs> All right, I have a. The, the, the PS5. <laughs> Judges! <laughs> <laughs> so while the uh, GameCube um, was super revolutionary for its time, <clears throat> the PS5 has taken all that has been good out of controllers from all three major console brands and made it into this one experience that both enhances your experience um, at a 4D level, if you will. You have the haptic feedback, which allows you to feel harder trigger pulls and the amazing rumble factors inside the the controller itself. Um, They expanded on the touchpad from the PS4 era, which gives you more controls that are kind of gimmicky, but at the same time, it's pretty innovative how you can use that. And it just feels good. We just, I don't know if this will come up later, but we played with uh, some of our PS2 controllers 
and they just felt so wimpy. And this PS5 controller just felt so weighty and girthy in my hand. (laughs) (laughs) Are are we still talking about the controllers or joysticks in general? It's just so soft. Jared, stop it. What are you doing under the table here? Stop that. He's trying to seduce the judges. I think he's trying to seduce me. I, and I, I mean, seduce himself. Oh, oh, sorry. Well, where were we at? Okay. Um, and I will say the main point is, it's common for this era, but it's a definite argument against the GameCube controller. It's wireless. I can sit on the couch a billion feet away from my PlayStation and still play. Don't fact check me. <laughs> Literally a billion feet. Yeah. And you can't with the GameCube. So... That's where I'm at. I mean, you literally can't with a game. <laughs> okay, so um, first thing, PS5 rechargeable means it dies. GameCube controller will not die. You can run this thing over the truck. Don't fact check me. And it will not die. You have, you know, you you the the cord is long enough that. You know, you're going to be sitting far enough away from the TV that it does not matter that you don't need it to be cordless. And so that cord just provides, you know, as we all know with mouse and keyboard, corded is better than cordless because you don't have to worry about that input lag. So GameCube corded, number one. Number two, I've gone through three PS5 controllers already and i'm already noticing that there is uh some you know uh drifting issues and some problems that i've been experiencing with those yes they have new technology but for what cost sixty dollars every few every six months before you start getting some some of this this lag you have to worry about uh updating the controller every once in a while so if you lose that six inch cord that you get you have to go find another one and if i you know um don't you have a an ipad or an uh, uh for all the apple users they have to go find that cord because they don't have one of their own because it's a USB-C. so that's that's another cord you have to keep track of and my cord is attached to my controller that's all i need that's all i need and you know, we talk about upgrades. Well, think about the 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 Nintendo sixty four controller that it upgraded from. You know, you had your 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 C buttons, and they upgraded that to a joystick, like a C joystick, instead of a, so you could really customize exactly where you wanted to go. You could have those diagonals instead of just the up. You know, instead of the, just the cardinal directions, you could have other directions as well. And um, it increased the button count. You could really, you know, customize the feel and how you really wanted to enjoy, you know, how the game wanted to enjoy the experience using that controller. Okay. So your controller doesn't die, but at what cost? You're still tethered to your console like an umbilical cord. It's time to cut the cord and grow up and be an adult. (laughs) 
Two. That is not nice. Two. It has. You're more, not talking about controllers anymore. Two. It has more buttons. Yeah, he's talking about your umbilical cord. <laughs> it's really freakish. Two. It has more buttons. But That's did how I they? Eat. But did they close their eyes and like throw it at like a dartboard to decide where the buttons went on the controller? Because it's all over the place. There's a reason. Even future Nintendo controllers have gone to a classic style that just fits better. And so it's just okay. Everything you're talking about too many buttons. So what have they done? What has Sony done, but tried to improve the PS5 controller by adding buttons to it? They they have they they took your PS5 controller and they made the Elite controller and they put buttons on the back to try to make it better. Party so foul, we're I was just talking about PS5 controllers. So this this yeah, one already has. This one already has the, those extra buttons. So that no one uses anyway. <laughs> only because it's expensive. Also, are you sure it's I, lag that's your problem with your PS5, or are you just not good? Whoa. Wow. Where's the party foul on that one? He's attacking me. I, I will say, point of order, that the PS5 does not have an Elite controller on the market yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> but there was a PS4 one, so maybe I'm just thinking of that. And another point of clarification, I believe one of our... Uh, I, he's handing me a mic here uh, that's non-functional. Um, okay, Bob Barker. But anyway, uh, <laughs> the price is Thank not you. right on this argument. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'll... Uh, I was just talking about the fact that his point was he's saying that I have too many buttons on my controller. No, 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 hold on, hold on. Button layout, right? Just to clarify, you weren't talking about number, you were talking about layout. layout. It's like a Jackson Pollock painting. (laughs) Well, but it was their attempt to prioritize the buttons that they thought they would use the most. Well, they were wrong. The ga- the buttons the buttons that were used the most were the biggest. A is huge. Then your 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 um trigger, your trigger on your right hand, that's really big as well. And we all we all know we like big things in our hands. So yeah, you want to make sure without looking down at your controller that you know exactly where that button is. I will say also kudos to them, but it's been improved on and so they got it wrong. But I also don't like that the Z button is asymmetrical. There's not one on the left side. Like, come on, give me two. Like, it's, these days you have two sets of triggers. And there's a speaker yours, in the PS5 controller. Your your controller has only minimally been updated for four generations. It came out with the on the PS1. Don't have to fix a broken... It, it. it came out on the PS1. Stroke! <laughs> Something like that. You, you came out with the PS1, and then the basic game, the, the button design has not changed. Because it's good. And the GameCube controller took what was good, they tried to make it better, and they added, they, 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 they fixed some things, they added some things. <laughs> they abandoned it for the Wii. <laughs> Okay, so it went through some. Nintendo went through some time, you know, a dark time in its life. Puberty but, hit hard. But, Is this a skateboard? But you know, where where would you know? Even though we don't like J.K. Rowling, we still like her books and and the, and the journey they went on. Fuck J.K. Rowling. So 
just because we don't like the GameCube doesn't mean that the GameCube controller didn't do something different and do something unique to give us a unique and pleasurable gaming experience at the time. <laughs> All right, I, I think I've got a verdict. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the judges are we are ready? Tired. Yep. Yes. On the strength of the initial argument. Now, now like, I just want to say that I didn't have a bad argument. No, no it was very good. There okay. was actually, there was actually point. The judges grow west restless. <laughs> yeah, some good points. Uh, there was not. I'm not a, enough. There was not an official PS4 Elite controller. Only Xbox has tried that so far. They came out after uh, third party. I don't care about that. Somebody did it? Uh, that's a different category. It's not a fucking different category. <laughs> it is. It's in the bowl. <laughs> Nobody put that in the bowl. We didn't make that a list. Did you put that in the bowl? We'll what? find out. Yeah, okay. I'm going to go wait for our panel of judges to reassemble. Oh. I'm just getting beer. <laughs> oh, wait. This isn't beer. <laughs> anyway. He's salty that I, that he lost to me. No. <laughs> Not you, him. No. <laughs> anyway, so my topic is third-party controllers. So <laughs> Wow, I'm psychic. <laughs> <laughs> or you can read Sharpie through uh, paper. Uh, One of the two. I don't know. But anyway, so let let's let, let's address the the elephant in the room. Nobody wants to get a third-party controller. We save them for guests and younger siblings. So that, that's that's the perk of being player one. You get the controller that came with the system. And if you got a second one, great. If not, you got, you know, that generic Target Walmart controller brand. So that's the obvious. But let's talk about the good here. We're, talk, we're here to talk about the good. I'm here to talk about the good third-party controllers. Third-party controllers contributed to the fun of a game. Because what's the point of getting a game like, especially, you know, on the PlayStation area, like Crash Bandicoot or uh, or Crash Bash, keeping it in the, the Crash Bandicoot family, or any other game where you are, you're allowed to have up to four players, but you only have two controllers. And those, and those Sony controllers way back when were, well... They're not expensive by today's standards, but, you know, adjusting for inflation, this, that, and the third, capitalism sucks. You were still shelling out a lot of money you didn't want to spend on a controller. These third parties come in. They say, we'll give you another controller for 15, 20 bucks. Is it going to tear up? If you're rough on it, sure. But on the flip side, it allows you to invite all your friends over on Friday night and everyone can play instead of just two people taking a turn and awkwardly passing the controller or having to decide how the controllers are passed. So sure, quality might not be there. I'm sure we all have horror stories of injuring ourselves with a third party controller, but the experience that they allow you to have far out and, and the cheaper price, the experience and the cheaper price far outweigh the them not being a name brand high end controller. I rest my case. Side tangent before I get into my argument. I always forget that the game Crash Bash exists, and then I get super excited when I remember that. So I need to find a way to play that again. Anyway, so yes, I will say at the time, um, also I would say third-party controllers to your argument. Boo, no agreeing. Also were innovative, like where sometimes Sony and the other 
consoles didn't take risks. For example, on my PS2, I had a wireless third-party controller. It was Logitech. You could plug in a wireless adapter into the controller slot, and then you could play wirelessly. So that is something nice, but PS the as those I have the PS5 controller. They took those things that were innovative in the third party, and then they adapted them into their own controllers and made them so much better. And besides the occasional quote-unquote drift you may have with some newer controllers, they're pretty... Why are you looking at me? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not really like doing good to my argument good for my panel, but whatever. <laughs> so, um, I will just say I kind of spoke at length about how good this controller is. I kind of mentioned at the very end, but it does have its own microphone now. Um, so you don't need a headset if you need to talk to people. It's pretty decent. Um, it's just got lots of options. Um, I've said what I said. <laughs> okay, sure. And, you know, to that, again, going, uh, we're going to go back to financial stuff. Since, can't you know, argue price. Since we're, we're in an economic downturn. I don't know what, um, who knows what the economy is doing these days. But, you know, you got to replace that PS5 controller. It's going to cost you a lot. Those third party boys, 15, 20 bucks. Is it going to wear out? Sure. But you're going to get your, your money's worth out of it. And then you can probably, you know, tape it up, cobble it back together. Those old controllers, you could kind of fix yourself. Nowadays, if once your controller's done, it's done. It's the same argument, though. If you replace one brand new controller with a name brand one at, you know, say $70. Is it more cost efficient than having to constantly replace a fifteen to twenty dollar controller because the quality is not up to par? Uh, That's the argument: yeah. it's price versus quality. <laughs> I rest my case. <laughs> I'm just saying we can't discount those third party boys. They they did us good. Yeah, I'm a little split on this. Do they even have third parties anymore for like nope. the next gen? Uh, no, I don't so think so. Kind of. Uh, oh. Not that they change anything on the controller, but the third-party controllers that are offered are upscaled in the art that is offered for the controller itself. Well, there we go. I would say that's more of a decal than it is the actual controller. Because it is, you're buying a new controller, and then they are painting on top of it. That doesn't count. (laughs) That is what the current market of the third-party looks like for the current gens, but they are... Bro, it's 2020. Get with the aesthetic. That's what the millennials and the Gen Z yeah, are yeah. after. And that was just because I was, I was curious to see what they had on the market that custom controller was. All right, but ready for a vote, judges? Three, two, one. <laughs> Sorry, Evan. It was a compelling yeah, argument. Good, yeah, it's a good <laughs> argument. But and I, I will say I think for me anyway I can't speak for all the other judges but I'd say Jared saved it in the end where you brought it back to true cost effectiveness like because I probably did have to replace literally two to sometimes three aftermarket yeah. controllers for I, the that was the argument that pushed one, it over for me too yeah, mm. for one quality controller this panel's bought by big tech don't believe a word they say <laughs> <laughs> so. this is also why I was never in debate. <laughs> Why you won? Yeah, yeah. Like I said, you made the one argument that I think would have changed. It wasn't called debate. What was it called? Forensics. Yeah, yeah. which never made any freaking sense to me. Which okay, 
someone who's actually just like an acting. It's a like an, more, any like kind of drama yeah, kind of yeah. related thing, and sometimes debate was thrown <laughs> in there with it. But this as is someone the kind of content you come here for, but as someone who actually is in the field of forensic science, I was very confused when I first went to college, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. "Oh, a forensics club," and I'm like, "The read into it more." Thankfully, before I showed up. This is not what I'm into. Yeah, I had to drop that crash real quick. It's like, these witch burgers are we committing here? Because <laughs> I thought the forensic science part came after you. <laughs> yeah. All right, and the controller I have drawn is strawberry margarita. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've got a um, Hawaiian pog. I just had one of those. That was really good. I yeah. don't know what that one is. Sorry. Wow, you have to argue it. Wow, oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> I drew it again. Okay, it's fate. It's, it's fate. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right, I'll do it. Okay, so uh, we've all heard about the PS5 controller, uh, but what about the bubble ring? It's, it's the handheld. Oh, so you it's you pump air and shoot. Oh, okay, okay. I needed yeah, I needed some context. Thank you, uh, panel judges, for doing my job <laughs> for me here. Um, but yes, yeah, so the bubble ring. Um, so this is a reference to you know many of you may have had these games in the past where you know you're using basically you're squishing down a little bubble to inject air into a water filled game and it basically like launches rings or balls or like it, it's kind of like pinball but with air and a squishy button that you press. So uh, <laughs> so yeah, exactly. I mean tactile response a huge <laughs> element of any good controller design and what is better than a squishy bubbly button that you press a squishy bubbly button <laughs> yes uh, we all like pressing our squishly squishy bubbly buttons. is that what the kids are calling these and Don't touch the button. I mean, it's just—it's just, it's just the it, you know—it's the element of fun, right? Like gaming is such a a broad and diverse hobby category. You know, it's a pastime for millions of people. From the beginning of time, we've been trying to come up with ways of amusing ourselves, and you know, this was just something that you know it may be simplistic on the surface, but it's fun and responsive and at the time i'm sure a novel way of trying to play a game like it's uh it's something a little different and something that appeals to us i think on an instinctual level so but is it fun <laughs> no comment <laughs> i just remember those things being super frustrating you talk about the button feels good to press but when you don't have any idea where it's going when you press your controller buttons you kind of want to have an idea of like, I'm inputting this response, it's going to do this. And once that ring gets flung into the watery air or wherever it's contained in, who knows where that thing is landed up. <laughs> so to summarize about the PS5 controller, it's super innovative, it has a microphone and a speaker. <laughs> has a lovely touchpad, beautiful um, <laughs> outlaid design with <laughs> lovely backlights. And it's just, it's just, it's just. Uh, okay, so you've mentioned the microphone many times at this point, but I have to argue. I mean, I oftentimes spend a lot of time yelling at the rings to go where I wanted them to go. So, microphone or not, I would say our experiences were very similar. <laughs> 
think we can vote early on this. <laughs> I'm actually going to vote early on this. <laughs> Hell yeah, Bubble Buddies! <laughs> Aw. Um, All right, well. Just because he was able to pull out a very, very good argument for what was clearly a joke. I would not have been able to do that. We did our best. We fought to the end of the campaign. Ah, The one that'll probably actually beat it. Yeah, it took me a second to realize what this is, but this is actually the mouse and keyboard. Actually, that's Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Mortal and Kombat. <laughs> that's the sequel. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> that's all I can think about right now is yeah. the theme song. Finish him. <laughs> so, the mouse and keyboard, you don't have anything more precise than what the mouse and keyboard has to offer. Is that, that, that all your argument? <laughs> uh, there's, <laughs> there's nothing that the PS5 controller can do that the mouse and keyboard can't. Sit comfortably on the couch while gaming. You can have a nice little shelf like you those uh, serving bed things. Comfortable and ergonomic. I, I would argue that is still ergonomic. Mm-hmm. No, it's not going to be very portable. Um, yeah, no, I just, no. Uh, the PS5 is not all that portable either. That I can massive. play PS5 upside down on the couch. You that, can't do that with a mouse and keyboard. That is a little bit harder to do with a mouse and keyboard. I'm just saying, you, you never know what you want to be able to do. This panel is biased. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah uh, you do have a lot more games, game options available to you on the mouse and keyboard system uh, that you would never be able to do with a controller at any level just because your number of inputs is vastly greater. I mean, that is true. You're going to have a lot more options, and there's a bajillion more buttons. But as we just had in the last argument, sometimes simpler is more desirable. Yeah, but all the simple MMOs still have not been able to do anything to World of Warcraft. Yeah, I missed all of the arguments. Can we start over? <laughs> That's true. I guess we were um, PS5, they voted as one. <laughs> do what now? PS5 won. Oh, okay. They both won PS5. Okay. Yeah. I probably would have picked PS5, too. Without... without Hearing any of Nick's argument, that's what, what I would have picked. Did Jared just January 6th this? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, okay. You guys can do real vote now. <laughs> oh. oh, that's what you're talking about. Oh, okay. Basically, his argument is that you have more options to play games. My argument is... You can sit comfortably on the couch while using the PS5 controller. I don't know. I actually jokes on you. I sit at my desk for both. Uh, just variability. It gives you more flexibility. Whoa! I have a vote. You have less controls, but sometimes simpler is better, more desirable. As someone who desires his gaming and PC needs separate, I must vote for the PS5 controller. 
I want to know what your vote's going to be because you're the one that's going to be most torn. So yeah, I'm I'm torn. Um, it, this is this is a rare rare case of the judge making an argument. But Nick did. I'm gonna I'm gonna side with the mouse and keyboard based on just the strength of the arguments that I heard here alone. And it's not actually the argument you would think. But Nick brought up a really important point. And that's the precision of mouse and keyboard. Like can't argue with that. Like I love. Like basically, we right now have basically my two favorite setups like i love the ps5 controller i love the mouse and keyboard but he's made an argument that basically the reason i still use the mouse and keyboard to this day is i play all my first person shooters on pc because it just nothing even motion controls full virtual reality nothing comes close to being as viscerally satisfying as using a mouse to aim. And it's weird. It's something that is almost unique. Like, I honestly think it's more satisfying than using a real-life weapon, almost, at times. Like, there's just something about using that mouse hey, to get, like, precise headshots, like, move a scope around. You like, guys played N64 this weekend. <laughs> the PS5 is loads better than that. <laughs> so um, It is. It is. Um, but, see, so, I'm trying to think of the games that I play on the PC and the games that I play on the PS5, and you know, the games that people play on, on either. And what happens on the, on the, on the PlayStation, or I'm sorry, what happens on the computer, but you, people use their, their controllers and they Bluetooth onto their computers instead of playing with mouse and keyboard. I've tried playing Smite on PS5 and, and Smite on PC. I've tried playing Destiny on Smite, or on Smite. I play Destiny and Smite, guys. <laughs> Destiny on PS5 and Smite Destiny is the best on controller for Destiny. Could you imagine it works on PC? And I will say that I prefer playing PC with Smite and Destiny with PS5. Hmm. But the thing is for me is that I get a better experience out of the haptic feedback. So I have to go mm. PS5. And that if makes you want your haptic feedback, get a mechanical keyboard. Mm. <laughs> I have a mechanical. You get the nice satisfying clicky clacky clicky clack. And to be truth, uh, or to be truth, <laughs> to tell the truth, like for me, it's the best of both worlds, really. Like you want a really good controller for some games and for other games you want a mouse and keyboard. But and, see, and it's we're arguing mouse and keyboard, yeah. not PC. PC. Exactly. And that's where it's like, I yeah, like I really am torn. Like it's basically an impossible argument for me because... Each one is great for different types of games, and I kind of, for me, in an ideal world, I have both options. Yeah, I think so definitely. The, I think the, the 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 vote here goes to whatever kind of games you like playing better more. Yeah. As long as you have the PS Five, the mouse and keyboard, and the Wii Motes. <laughs> and I guess for the, me, the the mouse the mouse and keyboard on PlayStation Five is not great. Yeah, I'm, it's not great. I'm not arguing that one. I guess that kind of, like, that's actually a really good way of phrasing it, is it's like, there are games that I can only play with a mouse and keyboard, and I can passively play other types of games. Like, I can play Dark Souls with a mouse and keyboard if I have to. There are some games I just straight up cannot play with a controller. So I would say in terms of sheer versatility, the mouse and keyboard still has... The, the most options. I, I do like Brandon's argument where I can bring the PS5 controller, uh, not the PS5 specifically, but I can bring a controller to a PC. Mm -hmm. uh, you can not, do it with a PS5 if it's you? Bluetooth compatible. So I can bring the PS5 to a PC, but it doesn't translate as well to bring True. 
But it could just be because it's Sony's yeah. keyboard and not right. really like a well, well, I I had my own Razer uh, keyboard and mouse, um, and when I put them on Smite to try one time, I had a whole setup. I was on my couch, had a little table, put them both on there, and it was laggy. The input it was a really really laggy and was it was not great. Hmm. You cannot customize your buttons very well. Um, I had a gaming mouse with buttons on the side. Can't use them. Hmm. So I had to completely change my setup. And the inputs were kind of eh. You can do it. It's not great. So there you have it. An argument <coughs> for the ages. And uh, But I think the real takeaway here is that the reigning champion is the Wiimote plus successor. <laughs> <laughs> So since that was such a spirited debate, and we can all agree that, you know, it's more based on your own personal preference rather than which is superior, I say we've set those two off to the side as a tier of their own, and we can argue the best of the rest. I like it. Let's do it. And I'm going to retire with that. So. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's me and you again. Me and you then. All right. Was there a question? No, it's I'm choosing the one on the right. <laughs> what do you got? All right, so I have a staple of gaming history, the Super Nintendo controller. Oh, SNES I actually controller. might uh, I might be able to pull this off at least one time. Uh, yeah, this... Uh, oh. I have the NES light gun that I've never <laughs> used. <laughs> no. Wow. All right, well... Um, you can't anymore. <laughs> I'm going to go pee. I'll listen. <laughs> that totally made it onto the mic, Jared. <laughs> Um, but uh, Wash yeah, your hands. who wants to uh, open up with the uh, opening arguments? Um, the Nest Light Gun was, you know, the very beginnings of the Wii Plus accessories. <laughs> <laughs> like this is where it started. You want to talk about origin of Wii Plus accessories? <laughs> You've got your Nest you, Plus accessories. Yeah, you're actually not wrong. You know, the IR technology. And is. so to be able to actually you know, use a gun as your controller, you know, they, that opened up the possibilities for so much more and so, you know, using that technology to, I mean, really talk about a lot of the things we have already argued today that, you know, actually having the gun in your hand and actually feeling like you're hunting ducks and, you know, these other things, being able to control the screen, you know, I remember going to the arcade and playing, you know, those those games where, you know, the the T-Rex the game, not the T-Rex, the Jurassic Park game, where you actually controlled the screen with the gun. You had, to, you had to shoot the yes or no or the continue, and, you know, you had to shoot barrels to to reload. And, I mean, it was, it was my favorite game. It was always fun. I always went and spent way too much money there. And, you know, the Nest Light Gun is exactly that. You get to actually shoot buttons to to progress and continue and shoot through the menu and it was actually you know it wasn't just a controller and you know you're just moving this guy around in third person and and you know he's just pixels on a screen you can barely tell what he is but you actually get to put what what looks like a real gun you're actually aiming like you would really and you're actually in the process of doing the hunting and you get the humiliation from your best friend. 
So, SNES light gun. All right. Um, well, for opening arguments for the SNES controller, um, you know, I'm never really going to be able to beat you on the front of immersion and, like you said, just kind of that joy of being able to directly control your actions through using the controller. However, we've talked an awful lot with some of these other controllers about what they bring to the game in terms of sheer um, revolution and advancement uh, in their very, like on their predecessors. And this is where I feel like the SNES controller really shines because compared to almost everything else on this list, this is an example where we saw a huge jump in the level of complexity of games that you were allowed to control and a huge jump in just the amount of actions that you could take because of the addition of extra inputs. Like that SNES going from like a controller that has start, select, D-pad, A-B with the NES controller to the next very next generation having Y and X and the shoulder buttons and a more ergonomic design. Like it really, like for me, I just remember like almost more so than any other controller that I used after that point. Like that first time I went from my experience of NES, con NES games and there's just the limited number of actions that I could take in those games to SNES games where suddenly I had, I felt like I had so many more like powers and abilities that can now be mapped to these additional buttons. I was like, like in shooters, I could use the trigger buttons to activate manual aiming. So you've got games like Super Metroid that let you do that and like Tin Star and you can like aim around with the shoulder buttons and like just even the, the you know, now you've got a dedicated jump, sprint, and you have like attack buttons and like menu button options with that added X and Y. And so that was just, you know, whole new genres of games became available not just with the controller for the SNES, but it was a big part of that. It was a big contributor. So it's one of my all-time favorites. I'll tell you all a story. So the Super Nintendo was the first uh, gaming console that made it inside my, my, my house. And we got it for Christmas. It was a family gift. And we were playing um, the Super Mario World. And it's the one where... Um, you have uh, like a map. It looks like a game board, and you go to each world. You have to clear it. Well, to 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 jump, you had to push B. Mm -hmm. And I cannot tell you how many times we died. And we would, my dad and I would look at each other and go, "I pushed B," and it just didn't work. <laughs> you push B. And it, for whatever reason, the input just didn't work, and you just run off the edge instead of jumping. It, like, all the time it happened. So you had a lot of problems with this input lag, because it's not my ability of playing video games. <laughs> Looking at Jared. Um, but the, the controller was just... I mean, it's, it's old. It's a, you know one of the first types of controllers... All you gotta do with this light gun is push one, just push one trigger, and if you miss, just push it again. You know that's the whole point. So, you know, I'm actually gonna argue for or against the complexity of the Super Nintendo, because were we ready for it when it came out? I don't know. Were we ready for that advancement? This is the guy who's arguing about fifty billion buttons on the GameCube. <laughs> you shut your pie hole. <laughs> Okay. And and the simplistic nature of the light gun 
and just being having having the the one major button and just point and click. Okay, I mean, you do bring up a valid point um, with with really any of these controllers that we're talking about. I mean, to be honest, we're talking age. The light gun predates the SNES controller. So the fact that you had issues with a particular Super Nintendo controller, I mean, that's the exact same argument that you can make. Like, I had a light gun, and my counterpoint to that is I very distinctly remember times when I swear that... I was playing, you know, I played Duck Hunt and that stupid dog would just be laughing at me and I could not hit what I was aiming at with the light gun and I would literally have to go and stick the light gun right up against the TV <laughs> and be like pulling the trigger. Uh, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, like, I, like, I'll agree with you at times if you had an older Super Nintendo controller, sometimes it's, it's button registration. You know, it's not going to compare to some of these newer controllers, but it still is, again, miles ahead of its predecessors. Like, it's way better than any regular Nintendo controller I used. And I still feel like I ended up having more precision and reliability with the SNES controller than the light gun. Judges? I, I, I do think uh, Tyler brought that back. Vote. I love the gun. <laughs> yeah, <there> was, <laughs> I, I was going to go for Brandon until he was able to point out that... You did often have to have it pressed against the CRT screen. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about like we just do like the he can let's just have the next two up and they can pick one, mm -hmm. and then we'll just kind of get through a couple more. Just, kind of <clears throat> just yeah, for fun. But before we go I, or do that, I need to. Uh, I mean, I, I think I know which one I have. Do you want your oddly specific one? Yeah, I know what it is already. Okay, well, you can pick one. Okay, so I was gonna say, if Nick gets to pick, then I get to pick. Yeah. This is just Everybody for. Everybody picking. This is for shits and giggles, as they say. <laughs> for poos and cockas. Heavy on the shits. <laughs> <laughs> I should be right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I guess to introduce to the judges, the controller I have chosen is for a game called Steel Battalion. <laughs> Never played it. No. Next. No. <laughs> Very few would have been able to. I have to confess, I never used it, but I did extensively demo it at a GameStop, like, back in the 90s, I feel like, like, when it was first launching. Like, I remember they had, like, the cardboard cutout and the display specifically for, like, was it, what, what was the, was it Armor, uh... What game was it that used the, Did you say it was Armored Corps? It was Steel Battalion. Steel Battalion, not Armored Corps. Yeah, Steel Battalion. Yeah, I remember seeing like the, the ad for it and like going up to the plastic thing that had the huge <laughs> controller on it. And, like, uh... Are you but, looking it up? No. So, uh, what controller did you pick? I have chosen the PS2 controller. Mm. Interesting. Same time period, actually, ah, if you imagine. Contemporaries. Yeah. So uh, I I guess you can go first. People are more familiar with yours. All right. Well, what can we say about the, 
the PS2 controller. First, <laughs> first oh, let's sorry, let's sorry, sorry. let's give a hand to Sony for nailing perfection right out of the gate, and then realizing we can improve. Now, with the PS1, you had you, the, the shape. The shape is pretty much unchanged since the PS1. What is changed is the PS2 came right out of the box. It had the joysticks. It had the rumble pack or the, the, the gyros in the controller. It had everything. The only thing it was missing was wireless. But then later on down the line, they put out wireless controllers. So, yeah, the, the, the PS2 is it's it's perfection. It's the Mona Lisa. It's 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 everything. Everyone is trying to be the PS2 controller, whether it's Xbox or uh, the GameCube, or even the even today with the Joy-Con platform thing that you can stick it together to make it a regular controller. They're all trying to be the PS2. Everyone's trying to copy the original that did it the best. Mine's going to be a little bit more specific, as the controller itself is very specific. <laughs> and I'm sure you've seen your Gundams, your Zoids, and you've always wanted to be that pilot. Sure. This controller, you are literally the pilot. You have your pedals as if it were a racing sim. So you have your three pedals on the floor and you have a tabletop with two joysticks and a series of toggles and switches and buttons and you are in a cockpit of a mech. And you are crushing the rebels. <laughs> you have a button for your windshield wiper. I, I was just gonna say, I feel, like, I feel like that alone is like the argument-winning like card up your sleeve. Like you have a windshield wiper button on the controller. Like that is ridiculous and amazing. Yeah, it comes with an instruction boot-up sequence for the mech. You have to flip the toggles, print it on the controller, and. It's everything you ever wanted it to be, to be in a mech. Wow. Um, th that's the entirety of my argument for this controller. <laughs> I mean, really, that's all you could probably say. It's, it's the reason this controller exists. It really like, is. It wanted to be as close to a cockpit simulation of a mech <laughs> piloting game as you could get. So. Sure. Okay, well, my counter-argument. <clears throat> Gentlemen, let me paint you a picture. Come close. <laughs> let's let's get let's get close. Not that close. Oh, sorry, sorry. Well, Brandon, sorry. We, we've seen that already, but thank you. <laughs> Imagine you're coming home from a long day at work or, or school, what have you. It's been a long, stressful day. You just need to get home, kick your shoes off, and start to decompress because it's it's been a day. A, a capital D A Y. You walk into your living room, your basement, your bedroom, your den, what have you. Turn on the light. What's sitting there in your favorite chair? But your PlayStation 2 controller. And it's, it's, it's just waiting for you. It's greeting you there like a faithful dog after a long day. Like, hello. I understand you've had a bad day. Let's play something together. You got those. Ah, I'm waking my arguments, sir. And like I said before, it's perfection. You've got the, the sleek curves that feel good in the hand. Those two soft, malleable joysticks that, that, that fit just right on the thumbs when you press into them real hard, because the, jo the joysticks are buttons, too. The joysticks do stuff. Most people forget that. The PlayStation 2 joysticks, they did stuff. And they, and they were pretty clutch when you needed them. 
And plus you've got those the, the triggers and it was brought up with the GameCube before, but the PS2 buttons also responded to the pressure of the force that you used on the button. So it's sensitive to touch. So you've got this perfect controller waiting for you. And unlike this really cool, you know, game that lets you feel like you're inside a mech, the PS2 takes you anywhere. You can be in a mech, you can be a sim, you can be a bandicoot that likes peaches and has a beef with magic masks. The PS2 offers a wide variety of experiences and comfort that are, again, like I said, unrivaled. Everyone else is trying to catch up to what the PS2 nailed out of the box. Thank you. You are quite right, Evan. It has been one hell of a day. Your boss has been sending you email after email, just really writing you. And nothing decompresses you like booting up a mech and destroying all of your enemies. <laughs> I uh, didn't realize that in uh, 1990, when both of these controllers were out, <laughs> that we had long days at work. So I'm just going to say right now, my job as a judge has become much less clear because I'm not sure if I'm choosing a controller or a sexual experience. <laughs> <laughs> it's both. Tyler. What uh, if they were both. one and the same all along? All right, judges. One last final quick point. All right, judges, hold on. The, the PS2 tried many times to get the controls of mechs down, and it never worked. But that's because mechs are a limiting experience, whereas the PS2 wants to broaden but, your horizons. Yeah, but this is the early 2000s. Mechs everywhere. Mech, me, anime does mechs the best. No one can compete with that. All right. Uh... Judges. Yeah, I, the judges want what Evan's selling. <laughs> Let it be known that it was two one for Evan because uh, I'm actually even though Nick dropped a door on me, that was a good argument. I went. I, I'm 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 siding with with Nick because none of my PS2 controllers can uh, work currently. None of my PS2 controllers work. I don't know if you're steel battalion. My PS, none of my PS2 controllers work when I got a PS3. I do think all the steel battalion controllers work because they're like $400 a pop. So oh God. No, no one uses them. Okay, we need to do one more at least so that he can have one more. Um, Alright, Jared. So You're going to argue both sides. This is the last round. Rematch, rematch. Who do you want as your opponent? I. You're already at the mic. So I don't want to do it. Why? No, you got to pick. You got to actually pick. Who, who do you think who's you have? Passionate about one of these that's still in here. I don't know. Don't, stop looking. We. They picked. They cheated. <laughs> you told us to pick. I would just like to say before we do this last one, we did have Xbox controllers in here. <laughs> Um, we just hey, never I'll, picked I'll them. I'll for Xbox. Yeah, okay. Yeah, do okay. That. Which one do you want? I blew my best argument at PS2. I don't know if I'm um, OG 360. My vote would be the 360. Just, you know what? Vote. All win? Xbox controllers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I will... Yeah. yeah. There, there's quite a bit of variation, but yeah, I can make a stand for Xbox controllers. I used, I had an original Xbox close-ish to when it came out, and uh, never did have a 360 or an Xbox One. But uh, I do have an argument that I'll talk about for the value of Xbox controllers. Go ahead and pick so. it while I uh, look for one. <laughs> oh, or Just go ahead and make, make the argument. Yeah. Um. So, 
uh, opening statements for Xbox controllers to this day. You know, the we've talked a lot about the PlayStation controllers, and they were some of the first controllers to focus on like the grips that fit into your hands. Like they actually had the like side. I, I don't even know how you would describe them. Like the the handles, for lack of a better term. Like that was one of the big things that PlayStation innovated on that elevated it above a lot of Nintendo products for me. And like Evan was saying with the PlayStation 2 controller just a little bit ago, it's something that basically completely changed the way controller designs were made going forward. Like eventually everybody started copying the PlayStation controllers with their handles and more ergonomic fits. Like they just fit in your hand better, like with the N64 controller, so on and so forth. Um, But one of the things that I remember even as a kid, like the very first time I picked up an Xbox controller even having used the PlayStation 1, um, even having used the PlayStation 2, having used every Nintendo controller to have come before, the first time I picked up an Xbox controller, I was like, this is the most comfortable controller I've ever held. It's the girth, isn't it? It is. It's just a big girthy control. Big, yeah, it's just fits in your hands so nice it's weighty <laughs> no but but i mean seriously like it is the size like i remember at the time like the first time as a kid when i saw an xbox controller i was like that thing's massive like what the heck like it's so weird looking and like rounded on like what is this and then i held it and i was like oh okay it makes sense like this is the shape of my hand even as a kid and as i got older that difference just became more and more pronounced. And I was like, and on top of that, you had the black and white buttons. So again, more button inputs, like with the original Xbox. I remember like when I was playing like some of the games that I had played on PCs, like Knights of the Old Republic, some of the menu options were bound to those black and white buttons. And the first time, again, first time I saw it, I was like, that's stupid, I'll never use those. And then I was like, oh, more buttons, never really a bad thing. Yeah, they were a little hard to access, but like, I mean, and then and then there's just, like, the durability. It was kind of, at the time, it was, like, the best of all those different worlds. Like, lots of buttons, really comfortable ergonomic design, and just tough. Like, it wasn't maybe the toughest controller, which might go to the GameCube, I'm not sure. But it was still just, like, again, girthy, weighty controller, <laughs> built-in rumble, lots of options. And I liked the design. You know, the buttons were kind of glassy and solid feeling. Like, it just felt nice. Like, it just felt luxury. Yeah, and I haven't um, interacted with any of the last two gen of Xbox controllers, but that's why I like the Xbox 360 because mm-hmm. I've had a lot of experience with that one. And like, it takes kind of what that OG Xbox controller did. It was a little big and it felt comfortable, mm-hmm. but it still kept that comfort while shrinking a little bit. And yeah. I think it's a good. I, yeah, I agree. I agree. So going through the bowl of what we had remaining, you know, we had the whole generation of Sony PlayStation controllers, the iconic albeit maybe not the most practical in 64 as well as other you know current nintendo controllers and other random things that we could think of but i would like to argue the greatest generation of my childhood of controllers is the guitar hero rock band instruments (laughs) (laughs) we were going through my ps2 memory cards and i think i had every single guitar hero game (laughs) Funny thing is, I never actually even played the early Guitar Hero games with the actual guitar controller. I just used a regular controller. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a good argument. Oh, no. <laughs> no, it's just... But, yeah, well, no, we all hate Xbox, so... <laughs> it's, it's just the same thing as, like, the Flight Simulator or the 
pe- uh, steering wheel and pedals. It served its one purpose, but it really immersed you in the feel of becoming a musician. And while half the time I used the drum set and I missed every single part and I was just hitting plastic with these wooden <laughs> drumsticks, it still made you feel like you were rocking out. Yeah. And I was a little sad when they went to the full band setup because the actual physical controller was associated with the microphone. So I couldn't play guitar with the mic, the controller anymore. But it was still a pretty, pretty fun time. Um, and I don't really have an argument against the Xbox except that you had to have 50 billion batteries nearby because they were all charged with batteries instead of plug-in charging. I, I had like even, only downside. Yeah, as a diehard fan, I still have to concede that point. That my original Xbox controllers just chewed through batteries, like the wireless versions, to the point where. Ironically, I kind of agree with Brandon's original GameCube controller argument that the wired, I actually preferred the wired Xbox controllers for the first gen because they just lasted. So, I mean, I just didn't have to chew up AA batteries yeah. constantly. Once they, you know, once they started using the lithium rechargeable battery packs, it was kind of a game changer. But even, and, and this is the last point I want to make for the, the Microsoft, the value of the Microsoft controllers to the industry, and that is that. For PC, if you're a PC gamer, for years it was mouse and keyboard, and your best alternate option out of the box was a Microsoft controller, which makes perfect sense. But they were configured to work with Windows right away. You didn't have to mess around with any other third-party software to get Bluetooth, PlayStation controllers functioning properly. Didn't have to go wired. Like it was basically your only wireless option for a long time on PC. And so I had. Honestly, out of every controller I've used, not only was the original Xbox one of the most comfortable, but then the Xbox 360 for Windows controllers, that's easily the controller I've spent the most time gaming with out of any other controller in my life. Because to this day, I still use the wireless Xbox 360 controller for my PC, like, and it's been decades, literally. Like, So I'm still using that controller design. Like... Well, a maybe a decade, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a uh, it's a staple. I don't have the mental mental fortitude to continue arguing. I wasted all of it on the PS5 controller. <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks, you heard it here. We've gone through the winners and the losers, mostly the losers with the Wii mode and accessories. But you know what? It it did its darndest. Uh, so uh, who won? Microsoft. Xbox controllers or <laughs> Guitar Hero? I know Guitar Hero. Yeah. I'm going to have to go with Guitar yeah. Hero. Oh, uh, We're so anti-Microsoft no, that even Guitar Hero know. wins. <laughs> so, only because there basically one argument that would have tipped it for me is uh, we've talked about jumps the entire time, mm-hmm. and Microsoft might be the one that introducing the next jump for controllers with their paddles on the their elite controller uh i have a hard time deciding between is the playstation 5 controller better than the xbox elite controller because having those paddles as options for the face buttons is very intriguing but the haptic feedback that you get from the ps5 is very hard to beat 
I only care if the Guitar Hero is better than the I, Microsoft. I, I was literally just about to say, I didn't realize I was arguing against the entirety of the rest of the gaming world <laughs> versus Microsoft. Well, but okay. So the reason that I voted for it was that, you know, PlayStation came out first, then Xbox. The, discipline, the, the big difference between Xbox and PlayStation, okay, yeah, the joysticks are, you know, the, mm-hmm. the, joystick, the left joystick and the D-pad are switched, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But to me... You know, call me biased. Biased. But to me, I feel that the larger uh, L2, R2 buttons make more sense on the PlayStation for PlayStation functionality than Xbox functionality. The shooting and grenades and that kind of stuff are switched on Xbox controllers. Lot Similar to how they do things with the, the, the Joy-Cons or the uh, Pro controllers and stuff. Mm. I think that's actually a an artifact of the time frame of the games you were playing. They had not fully settled uh, modern games. Right, it is, but they're they're which shoulder buttons. Right, like. yeah, yeah. He's already been conditioned into which side he likes more now. Yeah, I've been I've been conditioned. So, so and then then so my argument that is that I don't prefer using the I guess L one R one for the majority of the buttons. I don't I don't like that as much. But then on the other side with the the drum set and all that kind of stuff, it that is so unique. There is nothing else like it in the entire gaming industry. Hitting things to match things on the screen. Like DDR. <laughs> well yeah. Just, Dance just, Dance Revolution. Just put DDR but in But your it's hands. it's DDR. Yeah, well, yeah, well okay. Yeah. So but that's still the same realm. Yeah. You know, that sort of those are like the only two: Guitar Hero, Rock Band, and DDR. That's all you got. Yeah, and it, it did or, open and up. I guess there's just dance, but I don't know if that's the same thing as DDR. It's just like connect. It's like you use yeah, your body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. I mean, I've done other things with it as well, but that was that that was just so different, so out there. That's where I'm going with that one. Yeah. And I mean, that's a good point. It, it opened up an entire kind of genre of gaming to people who didn't have any experience with traditional controllers. And I just remember how excited some people were getting about gaming using, yeah, like the Guitar Hero controllers. And I will that, tell you cool. that I am so much better with an Xbox controller than a Guitar Hero controller. <laughs> <laughs> mm, uh, hmm. Our listeners should take this evidence into consideration. I think our uh, take-home message today is that all controllers are. Everyone has their preference. They everyone all scratch special. a different itch. They all deserve love. Except and the PS2 is just a except the Wii modes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's be yeah, let's be real. That was probably the worst controller on this whole list that we've got. Well, no, we didn't talk about the Wii U. Yeah. Well, I, actually, I like the Wii. I I think I actually preferred some of the Wii U stuff because by the time you get to the Wii U you get the Wii U Pro controllers which were pretty darn solid which I, I grant man. or the anyway, giant before we get yeah before we get sucked into this rabbit hole there's a lot of controllers there's one out there for everyone so yes uh, tell us uh, your favorite um, controller um, you can hit us up on the socials at Facebook at Small Constellation Podcast Twitter at Small Con Pod or YouTube if you want to watch us play video games with our controllers um, small Constellation Gaming. Say okay. goodnight, Brandon. Um, so for the for the outro, you guys, since you're both at the mics, pull one. We're just gonna have to do a rapid round, like three or four of these, rapid. So just pull one. We're not no arguments. We're just gonna the three of us are just gonna decide which one we want, which one we prefer. Game Boy Advance SP. 
N64. Wow, the Game Boy one. Okay. Shocker. NES. Uh, Connect. Oh, God. I don't have any. If you vote against the Connect, you hate your own body. Uh, uh, oh, okay. okay. Well, I'm voting NES. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I, I have a, a, a theme Game Boy. Uh, Sega Genesis. Game Boy. Game Boy didn't have color, though. I mean. Although that's not I, the controllers, Paul. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> that one's tough for me. You already kind of talked about all the Xbox. For the Genesis being the same generation as the... No arguments! Keep going! Game Boy Advance. And my last one just says, Air Traffic? <laughs> <laughs> that one, Air Traffic. 